Today on part three, it is the same day secretly, (laughs) (laughs) but on part three, we're going to talk about such teams as the Utah Jazz, who finished first last season, and also the San Antonio Spurs and the Washington Wizards, I'm pretty sure we're going to talk about. (laughs) Um, If not, they'll be on part two, but this is part three of our preseason predictions of the Bronx Cheer Basketball Show. It's going to be a great show. It's time for tip-off. Okay, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, surely a quick one. We know what's happening here. Trust the process I've got. Giddy up and trust the process. What What a slogan. I should, is good. I like that. I should come up with that. Giddy up and trust the process. Chuck it on a t-shirt. That's right. Um, what, what do you got? Okay, see. We know what we're doing. We know what they're doing. I've said this could be the worst team in the league. This might be one of the most offensive take jobs I've ever seen. Not... <laughs> Process level because that is by far the worst. Yeah, but this isn't that far off, mm. and it's going to be so much fun. The players on this team, like SGA, we've spoken about heaps last year. Josh Giddy, who we will speak about because he's an Australian and genuinely looks very good. Um, Poku, did you see his crossover behind the back? I did not. This was in preseason, and I, you're gonna have to get the clip up one day. I'm gonna have to get the clip up. It was like. A double cross behind the back or something like that, then a head fake, and then a behind the back pass to someone. He and he's six eleven or whatever yeah. he is. He looks great. Dort, who we've seen in the, in the bubble, um, unreal defender with offensive upside. And then even like Darius Basley who can play. Yep. They've and what I like, they all do different things. Yep. They all have facets of the game that you wouldn't expect and they can cover multiple areas. This is a really, really good young core. They're going to be shit for a while. Yep, that's fine. But they're going to have a lot of fun doing it, and I'm going to watch a lot of their games. I love Sam Presti's work. I love the process. I, As I said, for me, and you'll always hear me say this, what is your quickest route, route, whatever I realize? How, how do you say route, route? <laughs> it's route. It's route in America, though, yeah. isn't it? That's why I got confused. I'm trying to be American. Um, the quickest route to a championship, and... In my opinion, it's no point doing the sort of, sorry, but the Washington sort of model at the moment. I know they're trying to build, but the build on the fly for me, you've got to have some seriously perfect circumstances. For me, if you, you know, if your stars are going PG and Westbrook and that, you should trust the process. I love that Philly did that. Um and these players, you know, SGA, as we as you just went through the names, SGA, and of course, Giddy Up, Josh Giddy, our Australian uh, native. I think he has till mid Feb, I think, yep. to be the youngest player to get a triple double. Okay, wow, he will, he'll third game. I think he, he had nineteen eight and seven. Yeah, he'll get it. He'll I definitely reckon, get it. I think he'll I didn't it. know that that he has uh, that long. He'll definitely get it. So the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. Last season, I want you to think about this one, JL. Last season, they finished 14th, just above the Rockets. Just one question. Are they finishing above the Rockets? Yes. <laughs> yes. And not by much. The Rockets are awful too. Okay. So they're not finishing last? Finishing above the Rockets? No, they the Rockets will finish above OKC. Okay. Yeah. Um, no. OKC will... It'll be very incredible if they don't finish last. Yep. That's right. If you want to watch, um, if you're a Steph Curry fan and you want to watch Steph Curry 
have a lot of fun. Tune in to any time who plays OKC last season and now this season it's kicked off again. Um, in the first three quarters only because you won't see him in the fourth quarter. He won't play the third. Uh, He'll be up after. <laughs> I'm sorry, not even the third. Um, it's just too easy for him against OKC. Let's keep going. The Orlando Magic down in Florida. They retained... Uh, Everyone. They retained Cole Anthony, Mo Bamba, Wendell Carter Jr., MCW still in the league. Um, <laughs> Mark Fultz still in the league. RJ Hampton, uh, Gary Harris, Jonathan Isaac, um, Terrence Boss, and uh, I'm going to... Mo. 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 Mo Wagner. Mo Wagner. Um, and they brought in Robin Lopez. Yeah. Roll <laughs> Trying to pump this up for you, Orlando fans. Eton Moore, Jalen Suggs, a very promising rookie. Yeah. And Franz Wagner. His little brothers, brother. Brothers, little, yeah. Little brother. They lost Dwayne Bacon. Have you? Do you like Bacon yet? Or you don't like Bacon? As in, not the player. <laughs> the food. I don't like Bacon the player. He gives me nothing. Okay, but you're the coming food, around. On, coming around slowly. He's coming around. He's coming around on bacon. Game changer. What a what a, a year does. Um, James Ennis. Oh, it doesn't have a team, it seems. Otto Porter and Sindarius <laughs> Thornwell also doesn't have a team. He's out. Um, I never have much to say. What do you got for the, the magic? <laughs> Mo Bamba <laughs> looked good in preseason. And actually looked good. You've previously slammed him. Yeah. And my next note is... Still have zero hopes for him. <laughs> um, I thought Wendell Carter Jr. was going to be baby Al Horford. Mm-hmm. My notes say he's kind of done nothing. He's, I think he is what he is now. And he will be a starter on a bad team or coming off the bench on a good team. Yep. And I think he's always going to be on a bad team. Um, Jonathan, say so I'm Australian, so I say Isaac, but it's Jonathan Isaac. Yep. Um, it's like Craig and Craig. Craig. Oh, that one. Yeah, that one kills me. Really. It's AI. Sorry, Americans, <laughs> but it's Craig. You know, you don't say... And Isaac is AA. Yeah. Not IC. You know, the Main Street, right? Yeah. Main, AI. Main Street. <laughs> Men. Men. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jonathan Isaac. I really, really like him. He's one of the best defensive players in the league. When he's playing. Yep. But yeah, he is. He's injured. Come off the ACL, yep. And is he going to get vaccinated? He's so, one of the he's one of the anti, isn't he? So I don't think we're going to see him for a while. But uh, this is my fault for not checking in. Sure, surely Florida's laws are different to, for example, Brooklyn and New York's. Are they or no? I don't know. Do you probably, know? Probably. Yeah. It's Florida. It's Florida. <laughs> um, Gary Harris can play. Yep. But he's an average player. Markel Fultz is getting there. Mm. Not number one pick worthy. He's got to get back off the injury as well. But Markel is going to be a good role player for 10 years sort of player. Yep. What is Robin Lopez doing in Orlando? I don't know. What's he doing in the league? Yeah, it's because mm. his brother. And he brings in views on YouTube with the mascot stuff. I could see him in the NBL, Robin Lopez. Couldn't That'd you? Nice. Yeah. I could see him winning NBL MVP. <laughs> that sums up our league. I, think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I could see him. Anyway, let's make it quick. But uh, no, they don't even... like. That team to me, I like Cole Anthony. Yep, um, so do I. Jalen Suggs are the only two players there where I think they've got all-star potential. Who's better, DeAndre Aiden or Mo Bamba? <laughs> Mo, DeAndre, uh, DeAndre. 
I've just lost my mind there. DeAndre Ayton. You were going to say DeAndre Drayton. Drayton. Um, wow. DeAndre Ayton. Does he have a song written about him? That, no. That sums it up. No, that's right. Well, I, I still don't know where you're going there. I still... Well, Obama's well, got a song named after him. I know, but... So that's who's better. Okay, right. Yeah. There you go. Come on, mate. Do you actually think he's better? You're joking. God, no. God, no. <laughs> okay, so the Magic finished uh, 14th in the East last season. I'm going to go ahead and say they're going to finish lower. I reckon they're going to finish lower than the Cavs, the Pistons. I'm going to put the Magic in 15th in the East. Who did I say was going to be last last week? I called someone. Uh, Detroit. Yeah. Yeah, Detroit. Yeah. I reckon. Yeah, no, I'm going 14th again then. No Vooch, no party. <laughs> For me? <laughs> Voochie Main. They have, they don't have Fournier or um, Augustine. This is their best players of all time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Jeez. We've, we've come to a team that, God, I want to spend a bit of time on, and we're tight for time. The Philadelphia 76ers retained Seth Curry, Joel Embiid, Danny Green, Tobias Harris. Uh, I'm sure people would have heard of Tyrese Maxey, Shake Milton, Ben Simmons. Did they retain? <laughs> Mat- <laughs> who knows? Matisse Thibel and uh, B-Ball Paul. Do you know that nickname? <laughs> yes, B-Ball uh, Paul. What a legend. Uh, um, non-guaranteed for B-Ball Paul, unfortunately. They brought in Andre Drummond. <laughs> uh, they brought also a couple of rookies. Uh, they brought in George's Niang. And that's about it. Um, they got rid of George Hill, Dwight Howard, Mike Scott, Anthony Tolliver. Right? Okay. Let's do it. You've got here, I'm going to let Nafe take this one. Here's, here's just what I've written. Ben has fucked us. <laughs> Daryl last week. Let's talk about this a little bit. Daryl last week. See this? Put the foot down. He put the, he put the foot down. And I loved every bit of it. Because I'm Daryl Pro. And especially Which in quote situation. was that? Was that the, this could go on for four years? Yes. Yeah. So he's on the radio in Philly last week. And he said, you're not going to believe me. This could go for four years. And then that, less than 24 hours later, uh, Shams or Woj reported Ben Simmons had a meeting with the team and he wants to take more responsibility. He's just not mentally ready, which is fine. But Dow was like, you're going to fuck around. We've got, this is the thing. And I said this when it was all sort of starting up. James Harden bloody uh, pushed his way out with two years left on his contract. Ben Simmons, I know these circumstances, it's sort of, you know, it was all coming to this, the Mm -hmm. whole Ben Simmons, Joel situation. It was all coming to this. However, if we are going to start to let players who have got four years on their contract force their way out on their terms just for nothing. Yeah, the league's cooked. The league's league's gone. I love uh, my soccer, my football. That's what soccer is. In in soccer, you a contract is nothing. A contract is like thin air. It's just you sign up for five it's years. How much am I getting paid? That's right. But if that's exactly all it is, it's all about how much you're getting paid and a little bit towards how much your release clause is. But if you want out, you're gone. As in, you just go. Um, they're never going to stop you. It's nearly and never a case that a team holds a player to their contract. Um, and therefore, soccer is uneven. You don't have the Milwaukee Bucks coming out of nowhere winning the championship. Phoenix Suns making the finals. You don't have that parity, that salary cap sports. Enjoy. If we want to turn into soccer, then sure, turn into this bullshit. However, no. Ben Simmons has four years on his contract. Do not let him dictate shit. So they withheld $8 million from him. He's paid in, in, in installments. Every player's paid different. They've withheld uh, $8 million from him. They've put it in an escrow account. He has to basically earn it. He has to make sure he plays to get it, yeah. right? 
Um, ben Simmons. I understand Joel and Joel and Doc said those two quotes after the Atlanta game seven. They shouldn't have said that. They shouldn't have. Dar- I would have cracked it at them if I was Daryl, right? I shouldn't have said those things because it's not smart. Doc especially. Yeah. It's not Doc sm- is bad. It, it, it's not smart, basically. It's just silly, regardless of how you feel about Ben. So Ben cracked it. Okay. But here's, it's so simple. If you would like to go as soon as possible, weigh it up. We're not going to... We've got Daryl Morey. You know, that's probably the key thing. Daryl Morey, known for bringing in Dwight Howard, your Russell, Russell Westbrook, your Chris Paul... He's going to give you every... He's going to give Joel Embiid and your James Harden every shot that you can to win a championship. And he's not going to settle for less. And he'll trade everything for it. If you would like to go as soon as possible, Ben Simmons, you have to... How hard is it to work out that the only way to make that happen when you've got four years on your contract is to get in the gym with the players, train hard, and then go to the games, play hard, don't have to talk to anyone. Don't have to be friends, high fives, nothing. But you go, you raise your value. His value is below this table at the moment. This is a high table. <laughs> <laughs> go and raise your value, Ben Simmons, and you will get out sooner rather than yeah. later. These teams will start to pop up with some offers for, for Daryl. Even with all that said, right? So this is the scary part for Sixers fans, and I don't think a lot of people are talking about it. This is the scary part. Even with all that said... Come trade deadline time, if Brad Beal or Dame Lillard haven't asked out, and I've said before, I don't think Dame Lillard is the type to ask out mid-season. All my hopes no. are pretty much with Beal, and I don't think that's going to happen either. If those two, if if a star doesn't ask out, even if things go well with Ben, surely no one in this world, Sixers fan or not, can imagine Ben Simmons no, part of the Sixers at the playoffs. No, you can't have Ben Simmons on the Sixers in the playoffs. And it'll be up to Daryl and Doc to change that dialogue if we have to. But come the trade deadline, what I'm saying is that if there's no star available, that's the scariest time. Now's not the scariest time. We'll do fine. We'll be in the bloodbath that we talked about in the East. But come trade deadline, I'm scared. That's, that's sort of everything. That's my... I'm scared for that moment. For now, I'm fine. I think the Sixers will be, as I said, from 5th to... 10th or 5th to 8th? 5th to 8th. 5th <laughs> to 7th. Making the playoffs. Um, making the playoffs. I think Joel, if he stops jumping around, he bloody nearly crushed Josh Giddy. That was awful. That was. Um, <laughs> jumping around, man, Joel, and he's already he's already got a sore knee. I don't know why he jumps so crazy. It makes him a great defender, however, and that's how he likes to play, but sometimes you've got to accept. Hold back. Gotta hold yeah, you got to hold back. Other than that, I think we'll be fine in terms of making the playoffs, but we should have higher aspirations, and Ben is holding us back with that right now with all this drama. What do you think, quickly, the Sixers, what do you think is going to happen? Do you think that a star star is going to ask I think Maury's going to have to... He's going to have to let go of his ego a bit and just take a trade. The whole quote of, we could wait this for four years... He started that by saying, Joel's in you know the prime of his career. We need to help him achieve his max potential. Yeah, You're not going to do that with Ben Simmons. Yeah, You have to just take what you can get at some point. And obviously, there's got to be some bargain in there. Yeah. Which no one, like, and no one does want Ben Simmons because yeah. he's like, you know, there's obviously flaws there. Um, I don't know who will ask out. 
But I, you know, the fact that they're asking for a good player in four first round picks is ridiculous. Well, the, the reason why they, you got to think the reason why those were happening. So if you're going to give us what you you name it, I don't know, Buddy Hield yeah. and Tyrese Halliburton, and then four first round picks. The obvious reason for that is we're not restarting, is because we want to get that. But then, then you can cash those first rounders in for someone else. That's right. Get those four first round picks, Buddy Hield and yeah. um, Tyrese, who would help you Hall- win straight away, Halliburton, and then package up with Tyrese Maxey, um, Matisse Thybul, Shake Milton if needed. Yeah. And whatever else we've got, give this OKC type yeah. package or yeah, sorry, Clippers type package or whatever. And that's so much better than that could get you someone like Bradley Beal. Yeah, and so that's Whereas, why those rumors were. I don't think I don't think that was unjust because it looks um, crazy, but I think he was only he's, he's saying to all the teams that don't have stars that saying you're gonna give me exactly yeah. you know this but type of trade. I think he's gonna have to lower it at some point. Four first round picks is. That ruined Brooklyn's franchise until, luckily, yeah. Kyrie Irving and KD wanted to sign there. Hmm. You can't. No one's going to sign. Yeah. Sign on four first rounders anymore. Yeah. So he's just going to have to deal with something. But other than that, but I it, think this whole situation comes down to Philadelphia wrapped him in cotton wool for way too long, and it's partly a front office issue. Mm-hmm. And this is what it's come down to. But I don't see Dame requesting a trade at all. Beal maybe, but. I don't think Philly have enough to get what it done. Like Washington don't want yep. Ben Simmons, so yep. I don't think Bill would end up on. The they will if Bill wants out. Bill asks out, they'll take Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is still one of the best young players, and you've got him a small market. You say to Cleveland, Sacramento, even Washington, you can have Ben Simmons guaranteed for the next three and a half years. There's not even a player option. They're going to take that. But these teams is it don't... guaranteed, though? He it is, is. It is. No, I know, but... Oh, <laughs> no, nah, well, he's... Yeah, he is. And and on that point, small market stuff, Ben Simmons, to talk to his uh, part in all this, you know, him, um, not yet at least, this whole thing of him basically not trying to raise his value, and it's like, get me out, get me out as soon as yeah. possible. I don't care about raising my value. So you're telling me, Ben Simmons, that you don't care um, if we give you over to Cleveland. You don't care if we give you over mm. to Sacramento. Obviously, he doesn't because maybe Daryl could uh, pull one of those trades if he doesn't raise his trade. If he raises his trade value, maybe Brad Beal does be like, you know what? I can see it. Let's do it. Yeah. Right? But right now, if we did give in to Ben's request and then trade him to, I don't know, one of those Cleveland types, that says to me he doesn't care about you know, basically playing at the highest level. This is what I've been saying the whole time. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the club. I, I'm, I can't believe I was one of the ones to defend him this whole time. He has always been... It's in it, It's in the same conversation of why he doesn't shoot. He won't go and work on his game because he doesn't actually care about playing and winning at the highest level. He makes his money and that's fine. You know what? That's fine. Most people do that with their jobs anyway. <laughs> that's right. But not in, not on the East Coast. Like, let me just sum it up on the East Coast. Not in Philadelphia. Mm. Not in Boston. Not in New York. If you're not going to try your hardest or if you don't care about winning, Ship out. you shouldn't be there. You shouldn't be in one of those markets. So, Ben Simmons, uh, good luck to wherever you go next. You've bloody royally fucked us. <laughs> However, Joel and Joel and Doc shouldn't have said that shit. And just quickly, again, one more thing. I know, Sorry. Doc Rivers... Doc Rivers is the reason we lost that series. Doc Rivers is going to be our undoing, undoing again this season. He is was a bad, shit. Bad hiring and bad coach. Yes, I've 
Now, there's no me sugarcoating it. Doc Rivers is actually the reason we lost that series against Atlanta. Ben was shitty. Tobias was shitty. Even Joel sometimes was hindered. I would say jo- Joel was hindered because of the spacing. But um, Doc was the reason we lost that series, and he would have had the summer from heaven just what, looking at all this stuff about Ben and not him. Um, so that's the real problem in Philadelphia. Don't let anyone make you believe otherwise. The Phoenix Suns made the uh, NBA Finals last mm-hmm. season, um, and they retained DeAndre Ayton, Devin Booker, Mikhail Bridges, Jay Crowder, Cameron Johnson, Frank Kaminsky, Abdel Nader. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've read too many names. Chris Paul, Cameron Payne, Dario Saric. Um, they brought in JaVale McGee. Alfred Payton, Landry Shamit, and they let go of Javon Carter, uh, Tory Craig, uh, <laughs> Langston Galloway doesn't have a team in the NBA, and each one more. Um, I have got here, same as last year, but a bit worse in my opinion, because they got rid of Javon Carter. <laughs> in all seriousness, because they got rid of Javon Carter, and also because they got rid of Tory Craig, they brought in JaVale. Alfred Payton, Landry Shamit. Landry Shamit might be nice for They've lost depth. a bit of offense, but they, in my opinion, Javon Carter was a little bit of depth, especially Tory Craig. Mm. He's a great player and can really hang in the playoffs. Um, or, for me, all their positive progress uh, is reliant on the development of Booker, Aiden, and Bridges. If they're going to get better, it's because they're going to get better. Yeah. Um, so, what have you got for the Suns? Um, pretty much what you said in terms of Booker, Aiden, Aiden and Bridges are just... That's that's the core now. Chris Paul, we know what you're going to get, and it's how much they can just expand his longevity, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we've seen this team's ceiling. Okay. I don't think they have what it takes yet to get over that hump. They need... The only thing I can see changing is if they bring someone in, I don't know what they have to offer or who it would be. Or Bridges becomes a Sean Marion type player of you know the early 2000s or mid-2000s, I should say. DeAndre Ayton needs to... He already reminds me some way of Prime Dwight. Not in the way they play, just the way they run up and down the court. Yep. But he needs to be a much bigger threat on offense. And they've tried to... They've limited his offense already. Yep. He's being incredible defensively for someone that couldn't defend his first two years in the league. Um, that's where the growth needs to come from. I think Booker's pretty much at his ceiling. Chris Paul, we know what we're going to get. It's those two that need to shine. Um, and with this whole contract negotiation stuff with DeAndre Ayton, yep. I don't think it's going to happen. No. No, no it's not going to happen. They're so not that's gonna... where they've already hit their ceiling. Uh, so last season, they finished second in the standings and, of course, made the finals. They're doing either of those things again. They might finish second. Yep. They're not making the finals. They're not yep. winning the West. I'll give them... So, I reckon they'll finish... Yeah, we're supposed to go higher or lower. I reckon they'll either finish second or this or higher, maybe first. Really? Um, just because um, of the uncertainty in the, in the West and they're one of the non-injured teams and they have a good team. Um, I don't know how much better they can get... But at the same time, <laughs> um, it's hard. Like, no, no, they're not going to make the finals. I'd maybe pick, I don't know, maybe they will. There's so much uncertainty in the West. Yeah. 
if Jamal Murray wasn't injured, if Kawhi Leonard was, wasn't injured, they'd genuinely be my two favourites, the Nuggets and the Clippers. Yeah. Um, in the West, and they're both injured. <laughs> so <laughs> that's a tough one. Like, you just go from here to here. So I don't know. I don't know what the Suns... They're going to do the same type of thing is what I'll put it down to. The Portland Trailblazers last season finished... Uh, they finished... What is that? Sixth? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, they finished sixth. And they retained Rocco, Dame Dollar, CJ McCollum, Nurkic, Norman Powell, uh, who is not got a serious injury from the other day. It's not <laughs> It's not very serious. Um, they brought in Ben McLemore, uh, Larry Nance Jr., which is not bad, and Dennis Smith Jr., and Cody Zeller. They got rid of Carmelo Anthony, Zach Collins, Harry Giles. He's not in the league. Whoa. I thought Boston would get him for a bit, but he's gone. And Rondé Hollis-Jefferson and Derek Jones, Ennis Cantor, all gone. What do you got for the weird Portland I'm getting sick and tired of this. It's the same thing every <laughs> year. Same thing every year. They're going to be top three, four def- uh, offense. Yep. Bottom three, four defense. Yep. Finish sixth. Get bounced to the first round. Maybe make the second if Dame averages 40. Yep. And I've just written here, will Dame ever leave? And now I got a bit poetic with it. I said, <laughs> I hope not, but I hope so. Um, <laughs> Me too. For the Blazers' sake, that'd suck. Yeah. But he's wasting his time there at the moment. Um, he needs to... I don't know what his contract situation is at the moment. He's got like four yeah. years, like Ben. But he needs out because this team... Like, this is what I was talking about with um, New Orleans in terms of bringing in nobody. I mean, I really like... Larry Nance Jr., but I really liked Zach Collins when he had his injuries, but he could really play. But Dennis Smith Jr., Tony Snell, Ben McLemore, Cody Zeller. Name one of those players that's going to enhance you. I've got in capitals, Ben McLemore, still in the league. He's doing all right. He he comes in, does all right, but it's, it's surprising yeah. that he does all right <laughs> because he's surprising he's still in the league. Um, Yusuf Nurkic has just got to stop being an idiot with the fouls. With the, um, I feel so bad for him. Why? Because he could have had a really good career. Yeah, but he's an idiot. When I say he's an idiot, he's he's like Dwight Howard now. Uh, he's just the the fouls are stupid. The fouls are so stupid. He's not. He's a pretty shit defender. That's why he's stupid um, fouls because he can't defend. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And um, a Murrayless Denver. Did they sweep them? Am I recalling that right? I'm pretty sure they did. Yeah. They swept a Murrayless Denver. Went and swept the Blazers. And that's when it got real. The Dame Hob. Dame can't take this anymore. And as you said, what did they really change? Maybe Larry Nance Jr. improves their sort of bench defense. Or maybe they sit Nurkic sometimes in favor of, I don't know, Larry Nance to get some defense. Dame also, as good as he is, is one of the worst defenders in the league. He literally, yeah. He's literally clueless. Sometimes, you know, running around... They just try and put him in the corner. Yes. Hope, hope the other team doesn't have a player he's that can play offense. Sometimes he's actually caught ball watching and in the NBA, you don't want to be doing that. I think this should be Dame's last season in Portland. However, again, the word for the millionth time, uncertainty in the West, I could actually see them having a good season. They might jump up to fourth. Yeah. They might finish third. CJ McCollum can play. But then they're still going to get bounced in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. So last season they finished sixth, higher or lower? Exactly the same. Yeah. Everything's um, the same with this Go on that as well. A lot of the same things happened down in Sacramento for the last 15, 20 years. Uh, They retained Marvin Bagley, 
they retained him. Uh, Marvin Bagley, <laughs> Harrison Barnes, your man, Terrence Davis, De'Aaron Fox, Tyrese Halliburton, Mo Harkless, Buddy Hield, Rashawn Holmes. That's about it. Yeah, that is it. <laughs> and then they um, brought in Alex Lynn. Why do teams bring in Alex Lynn? <laughs> he then does not you need, play. You need a token big white guy. You need, um, and they also brought in TT, Tristan Thompson. Um, and they lost Hassan Whiteside, which is just who's better, Hassan Whiteside or Alex Len? This is the most important question I've ever asked you. I actually think Alex Len might be. Is he? No, he's That's not. That's how much I don't like Hassan Whiteside. Yeah, nah, but he's uh, he's not. <laughs> but look, there's nothing to really say about this team. Yes. Um, Halliburton and Fox can play. I really, really like Halliburton. His rookie year, not one of the best rookie years I've seen, but one of the most complete. Yep. Does everything. I love it. Fox is... He's stuck in that place that I mentioned last week where Devin Booker was stuck for a while. Zach Levine was stuck for a while. Yep. Um, you know, just young players that are really good and doing everything to show they're good but aren't winning and people don't take them seriously when it's nothing to do with their fault. Um, I like those two. They're rookie. Uh, Mitchell. Davion Mitchell. Yep. He looks unbelievable defensively. Yep. Can play offense too. Um, yep. So... Let's see where that goes. But the thing is, does Buddy Heald get traded this year? He's Golly. been the... It was Kevin Love for a while. It was Blake Griffin for a while. It's... Where were you going with this? <laughs> weird, weird sort of comparisons. Um, I'm trying to think who there was before that. I don't even know where this is um, possibly going. <laughs> Bradley Beal to an extent now. Players Steph that... Steph No. <laughs> players that are in... Trade rumours every single oh, year. Oh, right, yep. How long has Buddy Heald been? Last his... last off-season, he was liking Sixers fan pages stuff. He was liking like new photoshops of him in a Sixers jersey. I think he's wanted out oh, as yeah. well. So I think it's part of it. So and is um, it you finally get traded. Luke Walton is still their coach, isn't he? Unfortunately. How is he still their coach? How is he still in a job? Um, so they finished last season in the West... Uh, 12th? They'll be about the same. Yeah. They'll give them that. The They're not really... I'd even go lower. Um, the San Antonio Spurs. I've got here the hardest team to predict what they're going to do every year. They retained the main sort of young players. Calden Johnson, Trey Jones, DeJounte Murray, Jakob Pertle, Lonnie Walker, Derek White. They brought in... Zach Collins, Brent Forbes is back. Yep. <laughs> Jock Landell's in the NBA. Good on you, Jock. I love Jock. Oh, what a player. You know, my mum met his mum one day. Oh, really? And is he from Melbourne? Yeah. Oh. Well, from Country Vic. Okay. And they were at a funeral and they were just got into small talk. And oh, you, they're at the wake. Not, your son plays basketball. Yeah. Am I talking to this? No, but no, I can just yeah, imagine so it. They were just talking and mum's like, oh, I've got kids. And, you know, one of my son, Jack, loves basketball. He plays, you know, he's a pretty good player. He goes, does your son play? And she goes, yeah. And mum goes, who's he play for? <laughs> and she said, Australia. <laughs> oh, Jack's not quite there yet. The uh, Keel or Wednesday night F grade <laughs> MVP, but yeah, yeah that's all we're right. pretty close. Um, and uh, that's about it. They brought in Dougie McBucket, so they uh, got rid of DeRozan, Gorgie Deng, Jeng, Jeng. Uh, Rudy Gay, uh, Trey Lyles, Paddy Mills. Weird one, going to the Nets. I yep. thought. Um, I can't predict the Spurs. They yeah, could, they awful. could fire up. They're going to be pretty awful. 
Pretty no, awful. Yeah, pretty awful. Pretty average, at least. They're finishing 12th. Yep. 11th, 12th. They'll, they're saying they've been the last two years. Yep. Maybe sneak in the playoff game, but... They finished 10th last season, lower than that. I'll say 11th or 12th. Because um, be- below them last season, Pelicans, no. Kings, no. Kings, maybe. We put Timberwolves in. Yeah. Okay. So, Timberwolves and the Spurs will fight for 10th, according to the Bronx basketball here. Yeah. Calden Johnson is nice. I was surprised. He got picked to like the Team USA, and he played really, really well for like those scrimmages. Um, yeah. DeJounte Murray, great defender. Decent offensively. Mm. If everything's Lonnie, clicking, yeah, I could... Lonnie Walker's could good. Derek White's probably their best player. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Not DeJounte Murray? Dejounte well, Murray for me. Murray will be their most important, probably. White's mm. going to have to carry the offense. Imagine he, if Dejounte Murray could shoot a lot. Yeah. Well, Dejounte Murray... <laughs> Dejounte is okay. He's good. He's yeah. a very good defender. If Derek White's your best offensive player... Yeah. That's it. Or Bryn Forbes. Yeah, they really right. desperately wanted him back. But um, you've got here, uh, kind of in no man's land, it's a bit like that. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with them. Pop's going to get his most wins of all time as a head coach and then we'll never hear from him again. Yeah. Uh, Toronto Raptors, another weird one. They uh, kept OG Ananobi, Chris Boucher, uh, Malachi Flynn, Pascal Siakam, Gary Trent mm-hmm. and Fred Van Fleet. They also um, acquired Precious Achua, um, Scotty Barnes, Isaac Bonga, Sam Decker's back in the league. He played really well in the preseason games. Yeah, Sam Decker. Um, He's got a haircut too. Yeah. Yeah, different style. He's back, mate. Um, And they got rid of Aaron Baines. Doesn't have a team. He's... Pretty badly injured. <laughs> He's banged up, banger banged. <laughs> um, DeAndre Benbury, uh, Rodney Hood, Kyle Lowry are all gone. What are the Raptors doing this season? Um, they're not making the playoffs. Not making I can the guarantee pl- you that. Not even playing game. Tenth? No. 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 Um, losing Lowry, the heart and soul of this team, leader on offense and defense is going to kill them. Yep. Um, there's so many question marks over Pascal Siakam. Um, we've seen his elite as a, you know, probably the second or third fiddle in the championship team. But when he's got the ball in his hands, he's so predictable. Yeah. <laughs> like just that That's been dry baseline spin That's every single time. Said this a year ago. <laughs> I reckon I could pick his pocket. Um, OG Ananobi hasn't really increased his game as much as I thought he would. Mm-hmm. He's sort of not plateaued, but just sort of steady incre- increments in terms of his improvement. Gary Trent can play though. Fred Van Vliet can play. And we know Dragic can play. Yep. Freddie's the only one there where I think they're going to play important minutes on like a championship caliber team. Yep. That's, to me, they're a bottom five team in the East. Yep. Maybe a bit high because we know, as Toronto always do, they'll find some G-leaguers. They've always got good depth. Yep. If they do make the playoffs, it's a first-round exit easily. It's looking pretty grim at the moment for the Raptors, but it's not without it's sort of something's brewing. And, you know... Scotty Barnes is brewing. Scotty Barnes is brewing. You know, the the OGs are improving and Pascal's Pascal. I like Gary Trent and, of course, is Fred uh, VV. Um, They're not going to finish higher than 12th, which is what they finished last season. They're not going to finish higher than that? No. No. But I like that what's brewing, and you've got to trust Masai Ujiri. Let's get on to the Utah Jazz. Last season, they finished a very solid first in the West, 
Um, they retained uh, Bogdanovich, Jordan Clarkson, Mike Conley, Rudy Gobert, Joe Ingles, Donovan Mitchell, Royce, Royce O'Neal, and that's about it. They brought in Rudy Gay, Eric Paschal, and Hassan Whiteside, and uh, they got rid of Derek Favors, weird one, and that's about it, um, and Niang. Um, I've got here, I believe they can bump up their level again. Because it was pretty embarrassing what they how they lost to the Clippers. Um, however, is Hassan Whiteside really better than Derek Favors coming off the no. bench? No. No. What was with what's with that? Is, is Eric Pascal there? Is that why they got him? Is he coming off the bench instead of well, for well, that reason? Pas- Pascal's actually a good pickup. Yeah. Um, and they got him essentially free of charge. Um. What, what I've written here is the re- they're, they're pretty much running it back. They know they're they know they're capable of. They wouldn't have been far off a championship if they played at their best last year. Yeah. Um. The reason they they get stuck in the playoffs, they get to this level and they can't sort of get past it, is because, and it's so weird to say because Rudy Gobert is probably the best defensive player in the league for the last decade, and it's his inability to defend on the perimeter is what ruins his team because mm. teams just go, all right, we're going five shooters their one strength on defense is now gone and now we've got Joe Ingles is their best defender. Yep. Eric Pascal undersized but can kind of def- uh, defend smaller bigs. Yep. Um, but I wrote here, they needed to pick up someone that is six foot nine and can defend. And obviously as a Celtics minded, Daniel Tice came to mind. Nealon's Noel, someone like that would have been fantastic because it's someone that can, is still agile enough to defend the yep. perimeter and, you know, protect the rim for 12 minutes a game in the playoffs. Yep. And they didn't get that. Whiteside's going to... He's not going to play in the playoffs, essentially, because his def- defense is so bad. So, I don't know where they're going to see these minutes from. They might be looking at someone to make a trade in the off-season, in the, um, during the season before the trade deadline. But for the time being, that's their glaring weakness. And until they get that out, they're... Going to make the second round, they might make the conference finals, but they will never get over that hump until they do. If the exact same thing happens in the playoffs this season again, mm-hmm. does Donovan Mitchell, does the story of... Story him, starts. Story he starts. He loves Utah, I think. Yeah, but the story, the story starts. starts. Yeah, here we go. It starts. Um, okay, last team, the Washington Wizards. Uh, they retained Denny Advia. Advia. Uh, Bradley Beal, Davis Bertans, Thomas Bryant should be coming back from injury. Daniel Gafford... Uh, uh, Rui Hachimura should... When does he come back? There's no real timeline because it's not an injury. So. Oh, Hull Neto, and they brought in rookie, rookie, um, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Spencer, Spencer Dinwiddie, Montrez Harrell, Aaron Holiday, Kyle Kuzma, um, and they lost Russell Westbrook, Alex Lynn, that's it, Ish Smith. <laughs> Robin Lopez. <laughs> Robin Lopez. Uh, uh, NBL MVP. Uh, so, Lakers lost a trade. I would take KCP, uh, Montrez, and... Um, I would take KCP, Montrez, and... Um, <laughs> Kuzma. And Kuzma over Westbrook every day. Um, what do you got? I really like the Dinwiddie fit with Beal. Yep. His, the first few games he's played has been fantastic. Um not ball dominant, can create his own offense, score pretty efficiently, and just let Beal do his thing. Um, 
they've got depth now. You know, the guys we just mentioned in that trade, Trez, KCP, Kuz, can all play decent minutes. Um, Bertans will shoot the lights out and won't defend anything, but the Wizards, you know, that's all they need. Um, Bryant's pretty good too. Rui Hachimura is the one that I absolutely love watching him play. So hopefully he's all right and he can get back on the court soon. Yep. Um, but look, the names that we're mentioning, KCP and Trez, older guys, I think they're going to be traded out relatively soon because this team, not that they're rebuilding, but there's no point having those guys on the roster, I don't think. Yep. Especially if Bill does one out. Yep. Oh, they're, they're one Bill decision from a complete rebuild. Um, That's right. So if you're a playoff team... I'll be looking at those guys being like, how can we get them? Yeah. So it's on the fly, and I've got here, they're trying to build with youth plus two stars, but I'm concerned of the height of most of their young players' ceilings. Mm. And that happens when you b- try and rebuild on the fly because you don't get the highest draft picks. Yeah. And, you know, the highest draft picks might not always be the thing, but a lot of the times it is. And as good as um, Advia might become and Hachimura and Thomas Bryant... And others might become, and Kuzma, um, you know, have they might have hindered themselves. Your future mm. hindered themselves. So say Bill and Dinwiddie don't work out, whatever, or, yeah, and they go. Yeah, this core, as you just said, I'm not... No, even in five, enough, ten years... Cool. Yeah, this five, ten years' time, I'm not so excited about theirs as I am such as like Memphis, for example. So, a bit of a strange one. They finished last season in, looking at the West, they finished in, what is that, eighth? Yeah. Uh, it is eighth, yeah. Higher um, or lower? Lower. Yeah, I'll go lower as well. Westbrook's gone, so their quality goes down. <laughs> um, also, I don't know if we did the Jazz. Higher uh, or lower? They finished first? It has to be lower, but all about the playoffs. All about the playoffs? They... Western Conference Finals or no? I'm going to go, yeah. I'm taking a risk on this one. Okay. On, yeah. Western Conference Finals for the Jazz. I'm going to say they will finish lower than first and they won't make the Western Conference Finals. Believing in those injured teams to come good. Anyway, that wraps up. We're going to turn this into two parts, actually, JR. We're going to make it part two and three because it is a very long one. That wraps up this episode and the preseason predictions for the Bronx Cheer Basketball Show. Uh, If you're new to the show, of course, don't forget to hit the subscribe button and the notifications bell on YouTube or just the subscribe or follow button wherever you are on your podcast app. Um, Check us out on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, the Bronx Cheer Basketball Show. The talk. We're on the talk. <laughs> JL's hot takes are all over it. Um, so check us out on there. Go follow us there. JL, I'll speak to you next week. I mean, you'll probably mess me before that. I'll mess you. Nave is uh, clingy, but <laughs> I'll, I'll be me- here again next week. I'll speak to you next week.